0: Shalom, Kuf Gimel. today's daf discusses a wooden leg regarding chalitza. Whether the man has to be leaning on the shoe during chalitza. The definition of regal doesn't mean the leg, the foot, the thigh. We discuss the sugya of yal and Sisra. Whether the man, whether chalitza can be done with someone else's shoe and the shoe from toras. That has Saraska to use that for Khalitza. We finished off yesterday discussing a shoe on Yom Kippur, specifically the Anpili shoe, which is something like a sack which we wear today. And we differentiated between two different types of, of these sacks: one made of leather and one made out of beged. And the Gemara says that it makes sense that there are two different types, because if there is only one type of Anpili, we would have a Stirumineyubay in Yom Kippur, because we have a price that tells us. That a person is not allowed to wear undershoes that were protective for, from water within his house. But he is allowed to wear anpili in his house. My, there are two different types of anpili. There is an anpili that you can wear on your kipper made of cloth, and an anpili you can't wear on him kipper made out of leather. Now we have a brisa that proves Rava's opinion. We learn that if the woman does khalitza with a shoe that is ripped, but most of it is still covering his foot or the sandal, that's very small, but it still covers most of the foot, holds most of the foot, or a sandal made out of sham or sieve, a very strong plant. Or if they did chalitza with the peg leg of an amputee, with a, uh, some sort of a felt leg, with leg crutches, padding that one would use if he crawled on the floor, with anpili, pili, these socks made of leather. If they did chalitza on a godol whether he was standing or sitting, lying down, or if chalitza was done on a blind individual, this chalitza would still be Kusher. However, if they did chalitza with a shoe that was ripped so much that it did not cover most of his the top of his foot, with a sandal that is torn to the point where it does not hold most of his foot, with the cushions used for the hands of someone who would crawl, with anpili the socks made out of Cloth instead of r, or a chalitza with a cotton. That chalitza is possible Who holds that you could do chalitza on a wooden leg of an amputee? This is shita zre We have learned in a mishnah that meyer holds that an amputee is allowed to go out on shabbos with his wooden leg. While rabbi holds that it's aser. I, if, we, if our mishnah is shita zre when we say that an shall beged is not a good chalitza, that shita so is it shitas or Meir or rabonan? So Abayi answers, since the safest is the rabonan, the reisha is also the rabonan. And the Risha is talking about a wooden leg which is covered with leather. That's why it was a good Chalitza. Rava answers differently. He says, what? If it's not covered in leather, then it's puzzle. In the Seifa, when we said that if they're socks made of cloth, why don't we just learn the opposite case within this case? We'll say, that's only when, just learn with the peg leg. If it's covered in leather, it's kosher. But if it's not covered in leather, then it's puzzle. Why do we go over to Anpili of cloth? So rather, rubber he gives a different answer. He says if the ratios are mayor, the seifa is also a mayor. And the mayor is, is talking about Anpili Shalbegat and the seifa, we are they are not protective, as opposed to the peg leg, leg which is. Next, Amemar tells us that the individual who is doing the chalitza he has to press his foot down into the ground. And Rashi tells Amemar, ah, we have a brace that says that he could be standing, sitting, or lying down. And he says, he could be in any position he wants, but his foot has to be pushed into the ground. It can't just be that the, slipper, the, the shoe falls off. It has to be removed, taken off. Amemar also says, if someone's foot is so deformed that he walks on the arch, the top of his foot, he can't do chalitza. Shavashi tells Amemar, I we have a braisa that tells us that the smuchos of a cripple who would wear padding on his feet, those f- foot paddings to crawl on are a kosher chalitza. That can be used for chalitza. Isn't that talking about where the chalitza is being done on him and he's not pushing his foot into the ground? His, 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 rather, the top of his foot is what he walks on and you said that's not good. So Amimar answers, No, that's talking about using that type of a shoe, but not on that individual. That individual can't do chalitza, he can give it to someone else to do chalitza with. And if Ashi says, according to Shita Amir, Bar Uba can't do chalitza and Bar Kipov can't do chalitza. These are two people who caused them tremendous tsar and became crippled because of the torment that they put him through. Now he said that chalitza can be done from the knee down. But above the knee, you can't do chalitza. That's not the regel. We said, ah, we have a post that says sholosh regolim That sounds like it has to be the foot, not the leg. The Gemara says here is different because it says me'al alragli from on his leg. Ah, if that's true, then you should be able, even be able to do chalitza on his thigh above the knee. No, you could do above the foot, but not above above the foot, not above the th- the leg to the thigh. It has to be below the knee. If Papa says, you see from here that the ankle is actually part of the foot because if it was a border between the leg and the foot, then you'd have a foot and then above that the ankle and then above that the leg and we don't have the part above above the foot permitted by Halitza. It has to be only the part right above the foot and therefore you see the ankle is not its own heftza. If Ashi tells us, it could be that the ankle really is mafsik between the leg and the foot, but it's included in the foot because it's with there, it's in the same vicinity. So now the Gemara challenges that maybe regal means a thigh. Rav Kahana asks, we have a that the woman was giving birth between her ragleho, that's not the feet, that's referring to the thighs. So Abai says that when a woman gives birth, she crouches and puts her heels by her thighs—that's how she gives birth. But regal still refers to the legs. So we bring another raya. The pasuk says leosa raglov, The le mephiboshes didn't shave his mustache or his pubic hairs. And over here, raglov is referring to the thighs, not the legs. The answers that was just a listen to ma'alia. But but raglov literally refers to below the knees. Ay, we learned by Yahweh Es Raglov. When Shoh went to use the bathroom, that's the area by the thigh, is not under the knees. Again, that was a Lishna Ma'alia, refined way of speaking, but literally, a regal is below the knees. Ay, the Gemara says we have a of Ach Mesich Es Raglov Am referring to Eglon Melech but that was also Lishna Ma'aliyah, and when it says Ben Ragla, it's also Lishna Ma'aliyah, when Cicero was Boyal Yael, and once we have this topic brought up, Rabbi Yochanan tells us that that Roshah Cicero, was Boyal Yael seven times that day because the Pusuk says the Lashon, has seven Lashon is Ben Raglea, Korah Nofal Shochav Ben Raglea, Korah Nofal Ba'ashar Korah, Shom Nofal Shodod. The Gemara says she was doing an Avera, what she's benefiting from an Avera, Rabbi Yochanan says... That any favor that a Russia does is ra, is evil when it comes to the tzaddik. We have a raya from Yaakov and Lovon. Hashem told Lovon, don't you talk to Yaakov, mitoyv ad ra. Now, of course, we shouldn't, he shouldn't talk ra to Yaakov, but why shouldn't he talk toiv to Yaakov? Shmami na, that even the good things that Lovon would have said as a Russia would be bad for tzaddikim, like Yaakov the Gemara says, okay, over there it makes sense. Because Lavan would have said, he would have mentioned his Avedizara, which in fact he did. But what evil did Sisra give Yael? And the Gemara answers that he imparted in her a zuhamo, like Abiechanan explains. The Nechash gave Chava this zuhamo, this spiritual poison. And when Klaishol stood at Harsinai, sinai poska zuhamosan, we lost that spiritual impurity. But the goyim who were not at Ar-Sinai they still have that zuama, and that is what was imparted. That's what Sisra gave to Ya'el. Now the Gemara discusses using someone else's shoe for chalitza. We bring down the pasuk of no which make which sounds like it has to be his shoe. How do you know he could use someone else's shoe? Oh, it says no al, any shoe. So why does it say no His shoe. It has to be a shoe that's Roy for him, as opposed to. If it's too big that he can't walk in it, or if it's so small that it doesn't cover his foot, or a broken sandal that doesn't have a heel. It has to be Roy for him, but it doesn't need to be his. Abai was by Rabbi Yosef and uh Yevoma came to do Khalitsa. So Rabbi Yosef tells Abai, give her your sandal to do khalitsa So he gave him he gave her the le- his left sandal. So Rabbi Yosef says yeah, I know the Arbonan said that b'di'evet using the left sandal would work, but they didn't say to do it Abaye retorted, "If that's true, when it comes to using a sandal which isn't his, also the Rabbonin said that it would work, but he should be using his own shoe." So said, "Yeah, that's what I was telling you. Sell him your shoe. Let him give him a kenyan on your shoe, so that it will taka be his, so he could do this dig. Now, who says that you could use a wooden?" sandal. Shmuel says it's a mayor, like we learn in the Mishnah. mayor holds that an amputee can walk out with his wooden leg on Shabbos, or a Biosi answers it. And de Shmuel explains that when it's covered in leather, everyone agrees that he can. Now, regarding a chalitza shoe that it has taras, or if Papi says in the name of Rava, if there is a sandal that is in the first stage of a Mitzayra where he is waiting to determine whether he has tzaras or not, do not use it for chalitza. But bidhievit, if one did, the chalitza is kosher. However, if this is a sandal that is mukhlat, which means that it's already been decided that it has tzaras, and it's, 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 there's a khiv on the sandal to be burnt, that cannot be used for chalitza. And even bidhievit, if they did chalitza with this sandal that was from the mukhlat, it is, the chalitza is posel. Her papa says in the name of Rava that whether a sandal was in Musgar or muklat, the don't use it, but Bediyevet, even from Mukhlat, it would be kosher. The Chalitza would, would work Bediyevet. The Gemara asks Akasha, We learned that a home that is Musgar, yet to be decided, it's in in limbo waiting for the coin to determine whether it has Tsaraz or not. If someone touches inside of the house, it's Metameh. A house which is mukhlat which is already announced, pronounced Tamei, that's Tamei inside and outside. And anything brought into the house, anyone who goes into the house will be Tamei even if it's only in the first stage of muskar. Now if you're going to say that it's is shoe, it's as if it's already destroyed so the Khalidzah didn't work then bringing this into the Tzara's house is like nothing. It's not like bringing anything in. It's already destroyed. And the Gemara answers that over there was different because the Apostlech says, that this house even has the din of a house when it's to be destroyed. Therefore, going into it is as if you still went into the bias, even though it is, uh, it has a, a, it's already been sentenced to burning, to be, to, to be demolished. So next, the Gemara learns that if someone has a patch of cloth that is the minimum shear to be a three by three fingers, even if it can't hold a kezayas, if, if most of it was brought into, if this was Tomei, and it was brought into a Tahar house, the Tzeras was brought in, and the whole thing becomes Tomei. The we were talking about a house that was mochlat. No, no, a are a house that was Musgeres. Undetermined yet. Aye, in the Seifa, we learned... If you had a really big piece of cloth that could hold a whole bunch of kazesim, this big cloth is going to be metama the whole house because the tzeras is going to spread through Tomas oil. Now, if you talk, you're still talking about a mukhlat house, so that's why it'll be the same as Tomas mace. But if you're saying, like what you're tying in the ratio, that it's only musgar, it's tentative tzeras, why does it have the same alochos as Tomas mace? The gemara answers that we have a postul post- to tell me that it's different. It says the as even while this beget is chayiv sreifah, it's mochlat, it still has the din of a begat to be metame. So why don't we learn from there to chalitza? To consider the chalitza shoe sholem, even though it's chayiv to be burnt? No, we can't learn out halachas of Iser, like chalitza, from Tumah, like this tzara'as cloth. Rova tells us that the halacha is that a sandal from a muskar Taras or a sandal from a Mukhla Taras or a sandal from avoy de Zorah that they put it on avoy de while they were transporting it. Do not do chalitza with it, but bedieved, the chalitza will work. If it was actually used in idol worship or in an iranidachas or for a zokin, the cover of a zokin they would use for tachrichim that you cannot use for chalitza and even bedieved, the chalitza will be possible. So, Ravina told Ravashi, why is a Zokin using this shoe for his tachrichim, for his covered? It doesn't even have a den of a shoe over there because no one wears that shoe. It's just a, a covered item. No one's going to walk in it. But the shoe from Bezdin, no one walks in that either. They have a special Khalitza shoe. It's not a normal shoe. So he says, Taka is different because if someone comes into Bezdin and walks around in their Khalitza shoe, no one would mind. But this Shoe made for the cover of a zokin. That doesn't have a shoe bichlal Because no one is going to be wearing that shoe. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.